You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey there, welcome to episode 138 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Welcome to February, everybody. I'm your host, Sean, and with me today, we have a special guest. Who are you? Oh, I'm me. You are you. My name is Corey Robin. Hello, Corey Robin. And, and I recently had 15 minutes of fame. Yes, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, so you've been actually listening to the podcast for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy listening to you go through some of the ideas and conversations you have because I can relate to a lot of them because life is difficult and sometimes these conversations don't happen. It's true. Yeah. They don't. And so that's what the podcast is all about. Talking about the things people don't talk about. That's right. And it's the exact time it takes for me to get from home to work. So, so usually by the time I get to work, the, 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 the episode is, is concluded. I've had my chuckle, a little bit of introspective, and I start my day. Perfect. That's exactly what it's designed for. It's designed for a commute. It's designed to make you think and to make you laugh. And not too long ago, actually, I think I read your feedback on an episode, the one where we were talking about Das and oh, Sad. Das. Yeah, so I was walking to work one day and I'm listening to the Soul Forge. I was probably, I usually listen a few days late, so Tuesday, I want to say. So I'm walking, I get up to the top, and at the end, it's like, and remember, sad backward is Das. Or no, Das backward is... How did you say that? I think uh, sad spelled backwards is Das, and Das not good. And Das not good. And I I moaned or groaned, threw my head back in the air. I was like, ah! Oh. And when I came back down, there was a lady standing in front of me. So it, it was awkward. And then I just, I had to say something because rarely do I do anything. And then something catches me like that off guard and gives me a response. I, I spent the rest of the day laughing and chuckling at myself that I would do that in a public way on the street. That's a good day right for there. For something, somebody chatting in my ear. It's hilarious. It's, it's ridiculous. When I saw that, I was like, I have to share that. It's totally stupid, but it's funny. Yeah. And I cracked up when I, yeah. when I saw it. So it had the desired effect. And, and I, I believe that you need to you know, show support every now and again. So I do provide feedback to other people I listen to. I have written, like, not, not quite fan letters, but, mm-hmm. hey, man. I really enjoyed that today. Keep up the good work. I've said it to other, like my competition at the politicians. Right. I've said, hey, I really, really enjoyed the things you were putting out there. Yeah, I'm fighting against you. But at the same time, that was a good comment. And I can tell you it's appreciated more than you know. Because it's it's rare when I get feedback. And and you've uh, given me feedback on both Rusted Robot and Soulforge. Yeah. I forget what it was for Rusted Robot. I can't remember either. but Uh, Because it was, uh, oh, it was something that Josh was talking about. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. But I've also done, um, I was just thinking about that now. So with my politicians page from last year, I received feedback. And that, that reinforced many of the things that I was doing that, that I didn't, I, I wasn't always quite sure of where I was going with some stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I would get a note. I heard you on this thing or I, or I met you in person. I just wanted to drop a personal line to say, 
I completely agree with you. And it makes you feel like you're doing something. And, like, like, and you're acknowledged. A little tiny bit of validation. Yeah, just a little bit. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm not the only person to do that with. And it doesn't take a lot. Nope, nope. Um, just recently with the, uh, the Safer Streets uh, meeting with the BIA downtown, which was uh, January 8th, you know, I made a comment. And after the comment was over and the, the question period was done, there was adjournment. I was approached by several people to say, we appreciated your comments. We appreciated, which is more fuel for the fire. Like, yeah, I'm on the right track. I'm doing the right thing. What I'm doing speaks to, to my heart and soul and what I want to do. And to have little birdies yeah. come and sit down on your shoulder and say, thank you. Because you said what I wanted to say, but I'm too afraid. Right, right. And we need people like that. Yeah. And, and you said, you gave a perspective that I had no idea about. Or you come from a different place than us. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not one of Timmins' elite. I didn't wake up into pomp and circumstance in this very small town. So I'm just a, I'm just a regular, everyday, ordinary guy. You need, that. You need people yeah. like that. It's important. And so the feedback, no matter how small, how does it make you feel? Validated? Is that, is it, that the word yeah. you use? Validated is, 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 the, is the word. Encouraged is another word. Oh, yes. And, and just like, like, thanks. Yeah. Thanks I, for doing that. Thanks for being there. I, I got, I got a bunch of emails to the various social media and, and it really, so one good comment on a post can undo the hurt of a thousand hating people. It's, it's true. It's true. Cause I do a lot of these episodes and I'm like, I don't know if anybody's going to care. And then I think maybe I should just stop the podcast because I'm just speaking into the void. And then as soon as I think that, an email or a comment will come through. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing the right thing. And it must be the same for you. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's am, I, am I in the right realm? I've, I've withdrawn from social media because I want to focus my energy on other things and, and personal building, personal relationship building. Social media is a tool. It's not somewhere I, I really want to live anymore. It's a time suck. It's, it's like a part-time job sometimes. And you end up comparing yourself to a lot of things. Yeah. And looking at everybody's happy moments. Yeah, I can post happy moments too, but I'd rather I'd rather enjoy the happy moment and be part of it and create the memory than spend more time promoting said happy moment. Right, you're curating it. I'd, I'd instead rather of living it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd rather I'd rather live the moment and take pictures of my memory as opposed to being behind an iPhone taking pictures. I agree with that. Because like you know, I go to a go to a concert. I'm not recording it, but I might take a picture or two. Right. Uh, just for my own memory, but I'm going to absorb every little bit of this. But there's a lot of people watching the concert through their iPhone lens. Well, it's it's great because you're standing there. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, sorry, I'm I'm exaggerating a little bit. I've been to like one concert, and it was Weird Al, and it was the greatest concert I've ever seen. When was this? This was the uh, last year, last March, for the ill-advised vanity tour. Okay. Where he played without all the pomp and circumstance mm-hmm. his his original hits. Okay. Which was the greatest thing I've. I'm a big Weird Al fan. I, I went and saw a concert uh, in Aurelia about four or five years ago. Yeah, yeah well, and he probably, uh, the big production with, uh, uh, so that my, ours was at Danforth, and it was him and his band, and they were all just sitting down, oh, chilling out, playing like, You Don't Love Me Anymore, and Trigger Happy, and, okay. and uh, Mr. Frump's Iron Lung, and, or Mr. Frump and the Iron Lung. But I could watch Weird Al do his thing. Yeah. But I could also watch Buddy's iPhone screen, which is a slightly different camera angle. Yeah. And I can also look over here and see Buddy's other iPhone screen. <laughs> right. So I can see Weird Al from three or four different angles with my own eyes. Okay, right on. I did take 
a couple of pictures. Oh, sure, during, a few here and there. But you want to enjoy the thing. But I, but I really enjoyed it, and that was actually my first real concert. Really? Yes. I'm, I'm deprived of of these things. My my first real concert was Alanis Morissette uh, in 1996, in I think Barry Molson Amphitheater or something. Mm-hmm. She's doing a 25 year anniversary tour of Jig Little Pill. Yeah. And now the tickets are five hundred dollars. And I'm not going. Well, it's because we're 25 years older now, yeah. and we can afford 25 or 250. Like I mm. know personally that I can't, but her market probably can, right? Because we're all in our 40s now. That's right. Well, technically, I'm not 40 yet. Oh no, I have a few more months. Ah, uh, okay. Yes, yes I'm, I'm trying not to do that whole. We're in our 40s, but we are. But I did get something cool. I guess coolest perspective. My optometrist told me that for my 40th birthday, I'm getting bifocals. Ooh, fun. Yeah. So I says, No, I'm not. And then I went back to work. Okay. So when I'm 42, I'll, I'll get by for it. There you go. There you go. You got to wait a little bit. Yeah, that's true. It makes sense. So we're going to talk about uh, a little bit about your brush with fame mm-hmm. and uh, a brief foray into politics. But before we do that, you know what now is a good time for? Now is a good time for another promo, for a promo. We love promos here on the ESO Network. Yeah, we do. Let's and play one right here. Let's play one. Do it. This is a Nerd Atlanta flashback featuring comic book artist Lawson Chambers. Whenever people reboot things, there's this instinct to make it darker and grittier. Yeah. They're like, we don't need to see a darker, grittier Sonic the Hedgehog. That is wild to me. That like, in our modern age, that our trailer for a movie could come out and fans could go, no, we hate the way that little blue man looks. Change it. (laughs) New podcast episodes will be available soon. What did you think of that? It was awesome. Right? I'm going to sign up for that one. Why wouldn't you? Yes. Because they're amazing. Because I like geeky stuff. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know it. No, I would have no idea. Yeah, but I like geeky... I, I don't know. I was the, the, the important person in the D&D club at school once upon a time. Is that right? That's right. That's right. I had the keys to the D&D club. You must have gotten all the ladies. I had all the ladies. <laughs> all yeah. of them. All of them. There was two, I think, in that room. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> That's great. Oh. I had to get them from the cafeteria to come over. Ooh. No, I'm kidding. Right. I'm kidding. Yeah. No, it was a good group of us. I bet. Yeah. And didn't you say uh, before we started recording that uh, my co-host Josh from the Rusted Robot podcast was in your group? I, yeah. Yeah. That's that's how long I've known Josh. At least 20 years. So 20-something, yeah, since high school. And he, and he was in that with his brother and, and I had our friends. And there was probably about eight or nine of us playing something called Rifts. Oh, yes. Okay. In the Palladium Sphere Megaverse. Oh, fancy. Yes. Yes, where, where you could yell, fire all the missiles, and you would fire all the missiles. Hmm. And we would attack Terminators and stuff. Oh, so, nice. Yes. Yeah, I've never played that. No, it's, it, it was pretty good. I actually converted all the characters from the Doom game into that ah, universe. Okay. Because I'm an overachiever of some sort. Why not? Yeah, sure. Because you could. I could. I could. I could. Okay. Yeah. All right. So tell me, uh, tell me about this whole political career that uh, you tried to start. So I've always been loudspoken. I've, I've always been a shy person, but I always have loud opinions. And I remember two summers ago, was it three summers ago? There was an event in town. The Timmins police shot a man on Gillies Lake, and he was from Cash. I think I remember that. Yes. And shortly thereafter, there was a, a, an incident with the Timmins police and the hospital where a nice old lady from Cash died. Oh. And we had the special investigator unit come in. And that was over the wintertime. And I started to think, okay, you know what we need in Timmins? We need an Aboriginal voice who is not afraid to be um, a target, not afraid to be that. So just for some background, Cash 
it's Cassetuan First Nation. The First Nation Reserve. Uh, up north. Yes. And that's, Cash and Fort Albany are together, but separate. So Cash is an offshoot of Fort Albany, and there's politics there, and there's a bit of history that I don't really want to get into because I'm not 100% sure. Right. But that's my home nation. Okay. That's where my, my mother's from, that's where my grandmother's ah. from. Okay. So having those events with that First Nation attached to it, I'm thinking, okay, okay, we got to do something. It'd be nice to do something. I want to drive a conversation to address some of the racism. And then when the uh, Ontario General Secretary of whatever her name was, she comes and says, uh, unequivocally, Timmins is racist. It has, has severe systemic racism in our town. And I don't think anybody would deny that. No, no. But a lot of people don't understand what systemic racism is. And that's um, where you've normalized racism to the point where... You don't even notice. You it. don't even notice. Yeah. And, and I grew up being part of this and, and my stories about my experiences and things like that, I share with other uh, white people and they're like, I've never, that's never happened to me. Oh, that's never happened to you. Oh, that happens to me all the time. So I wanted to be that, but not just on that drum. I wanted to say, I want to represent First Nation interests. I want to be a First Nation on council. I want to have that, that perspective and, and through my job, I'm, I'm allowed to go out and, and be public in the mining sector, be public at the mining shows and, and talk. So I've got experience talking. So with that and with my economic background, I was thinking, what does our current city council look like? And I, I use the term rock stars. They're a bunch of rock stars. They're a bunch of, like, why are you even on council? What are you bringing to the table? And they've been there forever. You've been there forever. Yeah. Like you're you're in communications. Okay, that's great. You're a teacher. Okay, that's great. You're a retired fireman. Okay, that's great. Can any of you read a financial statement? No. No. Uh. Well, there's one. Like there's a CPA. Uh, Joe Campbell's actually a trained uh, financial guy. Uh. So I'm thinking. Okay. Well, why why are there no bankers? Why are there no industry professionals? Why are there no government guys representing our city that relies on mining? It's hmm, a good question. Why did we spend millions of dollars on a concert? <laughs> stars and Thunder. Yeah. Well, I, I understand the reasoning behind Stars and Thunder. It, it brought in good tourism dollars. It, it gave us something in our city to talk about and do. And my kids love the eight days of fireworks. But then that was a hundred and some percent of your of the city's disposable income. Right. It didn't impact the budget per se, as in like the day-to-day operations, but it was the amount of money the councillors can just do whatever they want with. In my home, every two weeks, I have a, a bunch of money that I can do whatever I want with. And that's what I I'll buy my video games with or whatever like that. But imagine if I took my annual free money and yeah. spent it on a concert ticket. Yeah. Like, I'm going to spend the entire year going, oh, I can't, you know, I can't buy a beer this weekend because, or we can't go out or, you know, oh, the propane tank's empty. Oh, well, it's a good thing we went to that concert. Good thing we saw Alanis Morris yeah, for $500 good, yeah. each. Yeah. If, if me, and, me and my fiance went to... Alanis Morissette, which would sound really cool. I would not be hosting barbecues at my house for months. No, because that's going to be $1,000 just for tickets on the grass. That's not even the good seats. Plus the gas to get there, the hotel room, the food, all the things. The whole, the whole shebang, right? Yeah. So in my arguments and in, in, in my conversations, I'm like, I like the idea of that kind of stuff, but they're going about it all wrong. And the more I spoke about that, the more people were agreeing with me. And so between that conversation of the variety of people on city council, the lack of really indigenous involvement in city politics or the running of the city, where the money was going, and my pure ambition, can I actually do that? Is this part of my personal mantra of always be better tomorrow than you were today? It's a good, uh, good motto. 
Um, and I've been doing that for 15 years now. Decided that every every year, every day, I want to be a little bit better, a little bit more trained, a little bit more experienced than I was yesterday. I want to be a better dad than I was yesterday. I want to be a better employee than I was yesterday. I want to be more trained or more educated than I was yesterday. So all of those things together, with this personality of mine that I have, that I was gifted with, that mm-hmm. I forged out of fire, so to speak. Okay. I sat there and I was driving home from Matheson. We visited my fiance's parents and, and we went for supper and I was driving back. And I was driving and it's and it's coming up and I, and I looked and I said, I think I want to run for council. And she said? And she said, okay. Just like that? Just like that. Just like that. Okay. It's good to have support. And it was just, that was, the, that was easy. But then she started to challenge me. Why? What are you doing? What's going on? Let's do this. But like, you know, this is going to, you're going to be bathed in fire. And you were. You're going to come out either shattered or stronger. Because that's how you make a sword. You can't make a strong steel unless you heat it up and reform it. Exactly. Otherwise you just get, it'll just shatter the first time you use it. So in a sense, you knew that you were going to be forging your soul. (sighs) I see what you did there. Right? Not bad, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's pretty profound. I'm going to sit and think on that one for a moment. That's that's very true, because that's part of the events of your life where you you decide um, where you want to be and how you're going to get there. And some of those some of those things are challenging. Some of those things are hard to get over, hard to get through. And you either come out broken or stronger. Yep, exactly. And and I came out of that broken but stronger. Okay, that makes sense. This is Kitty from Jump City Comics, and you're listening to the Soul Forge podcast. Forge your soul. We had, we had spoke about, uh, after my 15 minutes of fame and we did, and we, uh, we got the results sitting at my kitchen table. Cause, it, cause you, you ran for ward five counselor. I ran for ward five counselor and there are four spots in ward five. I thought I'd be, I do pretty good with four spots. And, and one of them was resoundedly disliked. So I knew, I knew he was probably going to be going and I, th- I was hoping to take his spot. What I didn't expect was to lose half of them and get two new people in. I was hoping to be one of those two new people, but it didn't work out. I was number five, uh, and they needed four. Ouch. And I was short by two. You lost by two votes. I lost by two votes. And I remember the first thing I did was I, was I emailed the city clerk, and I'm like, recount! But I named it better than that. I'm like, I officially requested recount. Right. Of you, you were all formal and blah, official. Blah, and, yeah. Yeah. So then I got a note back. That, I think I got a note back almost right away that we're, we will grant you a recount, but wait for the official response. Of course. An official response came a few days later. Not bad. And they had to pull all the ballots together. Mm-hmm. They had to organize between me and Andrew Marks to sit down and, and, and recount them all. They had to get all the clerks, people, and the machines back and all these boxes. And it was a big uh, production. It was a, it was a hubaloo there. It yeah. took eight hours. And the media was just sitting there over in the corner, and there was uh, they were not allowed to take pictures or report on nothing oh. the whole day. They, they, they kept being told, don't do that. But I took pictures because I'm a candidate. Of course. And, and I could do what I want. Nice. So I remember sitting away in the back and I took up my phone and I took a picture. I think like three people know about this story. Uh, and I took a picture of the, th- of the four of them all lined up. The, uh, the, the media. Okay. And the, the four reporters and Timmins. Uh, it's like Moose and, and so on. So I'm sitting next to, to, to Mr. Marks. We've already looked at all of the ballots. And we've already, our job was to confirm that we agree that these ballots are good. Okay. So if somebody took a strike line through it, it might spoil the ballot. Or if somebody, uh, we needed to just visually inspect it. And we did. We looked at them all. At the end of the day, we're like, these are all good. 
So now we had to sit there and wait for them to feed him into the machine uh, for the official count. Of course. So there was like two hours of me sitting in the spectator spot. Just sitting there. Just sitting there. And I'm talking. We're talking vodka. We're talking barbecues. We're talking like futures and all kinds of stuff. He's a nice guy. I enjoyed chatting with him. I worked with him at uh, the call center back in the day. Uh, yes, I, I was there when he was the boss. So we had this nice long chat. And it was, all, it was a whole day of, of spending time with him. But there was a spot where I looked over, took my phone out, took a picture of just the media, mm-hmm. none of the other stuff that's going on, just the media, and I posted it to my Facebook page. The official? The Robin on Council page. Okay. As this is what I'm doing today. Maybe 30 seconds later, one of them pipes up, oh my God, is the, is the CD camera still on? So they all tried to figure out if, because you can, they broadcast the meeting. So there's a, a webcam in the uh, back of the room. Okay, I didn't know that. So they're trying to figure out where this picture comes from. But nobody really, it's on, it's on my personal Facebook page. And I'm the only one that could do that. Yeah, of course. But there is this panic. It's a view from that angle, not from that angle, but from that section of the room. Right, okay. But not as high up mm. of them. And they're like, is that on? It shouldn't be on. You better check if it's on. So then a phone comes out and the clerk is like, oh, it's just ba 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 no, 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 no. And I kind of walk over and they're like, you can't post that. Is that public? Is that on Facebook? Where is that coming from? You can't, you can't do that. You can't have this. And, and I'm watching them have like this little existential meltdown of someone who broke the rule. And, how, you, and Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't take a picture of the process of recount. But you could take a picture of the people. But I took a picture of the, of the reporters. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, hey guys, guys, hey, chill. It's me. What? I'm like, yeah, I took that. Because they were in danger of getting in serious trouble for putting a picture because they wouldn't be able to share it. Ah, uh, yes. Because it's a, so only, only I had it. Uh-huh. So I let it sit up there for a little while and then I took it down because like they were having a really hard time processing that. So I took it down just to, okay guys, relax, relax. It's just a, it's an in-joke picture. I'm just a candidate here. Yeah. This isn't as serious as you think. This isn't like. They were all freaking out. Oh yeah. It was hilarious. So when that was done, we put all the, all the numbers in, and then it comes back going uh, 25 and 2502. It's like 2540 something. I can't remember the exact number, but mm-hmm. 2500 is the rounding. And he had two more than me. I shook his hand. I got my picture in the paper of me shaking his hand. That picture in the article is framed in my office. Nice. And, and then I left. And then he did his, his, his chats and his interviews and everything else. And then, and then I left. And then the post-15 minutes of fame probably started about three or four days later after all that cycle was done. Because you had a huge campaign. I remember it. Like you were all over social media. You were all over town. Your signs were everywhere. Yeah. We spent um, the limit for spending before you have to get an official audit from an accountant is $10,000. Okay. So I spent like 9500 Holy crap. <laughs> and uh, half of that was raised from regular people. Because I basically, hey, if I can get 100 people to give me $100, yeah. it's all paid for. Oh yeah, for sure. But I got 50 Fifty people. I got I got thirty people, and then some people actually. Here's a bit more chunk, of, uh, a bit more cash. So it wasn't all your own personal cash. About half. Okay, not bad. I think I ordered uh, two thousand signs, and that was five thousand dollars. Oof. I think uh, I ended up spending seven hundred dollars just on Facebook spending. On the targeted advertising. Just on yeah, sponsored post. Okay. Which was very effective. Tens of thousands of people. Oh, right on. Like like seen it. Yep. Because Facebook tells you. Oh, I, I saw it all the time. It was incessant. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the job, right? Of course, it worked. $1,000 on radio, $1,000 in, in uh, the, 
the, the press mm -hmm. for that little thing at the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the time and work, and, and I don't know how to design those, so I had somebody else make them for me, mm -hmm. and he did it for peanuts as a favor. Nice. Which was wonderful. Oh, for, for sure. So I, I did all that. I put my heart and soul into it, and then lost you know, by, now, now lost, I have to do... Lost by two. Lost by two, and now it's the end of that, and now 15 minutes of fame are over, and then what? And you'd, you'd been out there in the public for months or, uh, or weeks? How long was the campaign? So I started, the election day was October 28th. Of which year? Uh, 2018. Okay. I started Aboriginal Day, I thought would be a good day to start, which was Jan, uh, June 16th or something. I think that's right. Something like that, 2008. Yeah. Second or third. Anyway, so almost six months. Okay, long of, enough. Of campaigning mm -hmm. with my face everywhere. And yeah. I, I had booths and I was all over the place. Yeah, you were. I went from being no one to sidelong glances while I'm checking out for groceries now. Hey, I know your face. Yeah, I know I know where you're from. I know who you're at. Yeah. And I, and, and that's that's the aftermath of the 15 minutes. I'm, I'm trying to uh, I tried to withdraw back to to being a regular dude, but I, I, I can't. And you still can't <laughs> even 2 years later? Yeah, it's not uh, it's it's not something that's going to come. I I put my face out there. Now everybody knows me. You're a public figure and in town. I'm a, I'm a a minor minor celebrity. And people know me because of that. Yeah. And when I withdrew from like the politics was over, I'm involved in other boards now. I got onto I, I'm a board member with the Chamber of Commerce mm. because again I I'm involved in economic development and representing the businesses. I'm with the Northern Ontario Angels, which is again economic development. Okay. I work for an economic development agency, uh -huh. uh, Nishnabiasi Development Fund. Mm -hmm. I run Northern Ontario's biggest uh, Aboriginal financing grant. Oh really? So. Uh, if you are a small business anywhere in Northern Ontario and you're Aboriginal and you want to see if there's any free money or programs for you, I'm the guy you call. That's good to know. Yeah. So all of that stuff, so if, if I were, I've, I've removed myself from being out there in social media and out there and, and that kind of stuff, but I'm still, I've decided that I'm going to be continuing to work towards the goal of making our city a better place, but not from a council perspective, and I don't want to campaign for four years. Uh, no. Do you think you'll run for council again eventually? Maybe if the if the cards are lined up right now the way they were then, I think I think I will. Okay, I think I will. But I, it's not a guarantee. I did save my signs. Good call. So I put them all. They're in a spot in my basement. If I remember correctly, they were yellow and red. They were yellow and red. Yeah. It's the uh, the medicine wheel colors. Okay. Okay. And I didn't put Ward Five on them. I didn't put the year. Good call. I didn't put nothing on them except my name, so that. If, uh, if it comes up again. Reuse them. Yeah. Yep. See, I don't remember anybody else's color of signs, but I remember yours. That was effective. Yeah. Well, they were all very nondescript. Yes. Blue and white or red and white or... Yeah. Did you know it's extra money to have extra cards, the extra colors on there? I didn't. Which I did not know. No. It's like, oh, you want another color on there? That's another 30 cents each. Oof. Oh, well, that works out to uh, <laughs> three, four hundred bucks. Yeah. Yay. For one color. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's 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 where I'm at now. I'm, I'm My 15 minutes of fame are up. But I'm still working hard towards trying to make our city a better place. Good. Somebody if, needs to. And if in three more years, the stars are lined up the way they are, mm -hmm. I will likely run again. Well, a lot can happen in three years. We'll see. Yeah. Kids will be a little bit older. Yep. I'll get more. to meet more exciting people like yourself, who, yeah. I, who I just met today. Uh, yeah. Like, we've run into each other in the past, uh -huh. but we never actually had a, a sit-down conversation. That's right. So That's right. A little bit of when I was your mailman, getting your signature for an item. Ran into you at uh, the Northern Ontario Expo last year. Yeah, you introduced yourself to me at the at the at the expo. Yeah, 
and this was probably my first public appearance post defeat. Okay. And and I just really wanted to be a monk with a really low robe. Yes. And I, and I was there for the kids, mm-hmm. but I I couldn't. I couldn't put the mantle of being a politician on because mm. it was broken. Right. And it took a long time for that to, 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 re, to, to fabricate itself again. Of course, because you had put yourself out there. Yep. And then, oh. And then I come to terms, yeah, there's a, a point where I accepted the loss. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, well, that's the thing. Let's, let's move on to the next, the, the next big challenge, the next big exciting thing. Yeah. And, and it was so close, you can't really consider it a loss. It was just two votes. I know. So. I know. So close. No, it's like it's it's like getting the difference between ninety nine percent and ninety eight percent on a test. That's right. Like that difference doesn't matter at this point. No, no. But it, but the, those two were the difference between having a seat at the table and not. That's true. So while I took the loss as oh my god I got defeated it was the worst thing ever, over time I realized that, you know I really did win, I just didn't win by enough. Exactly. And That's... the guy the guy after me was a thousand votes different. See. So close. So I look at it no longer as I lost my bid for council. I look at it now as I won, but I didn't win by enough. Right. I was too shy of the extra win. And that so, happens. So That's a difference between going to sleep. So you reframed it in yeah, your mind. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. And I'm really bad for ruminating over stuff. Of course. So I sit there and I go over everything over and over and over again. So no, once, I, yeah, I can't relate to that. <laughs> once I once I made that reframing in my mind of of the result of that, I sleep a lot better and and I I can go through life and I can make conversations and and when I'm stopped at the grocery store and talking about politics or I voted for you, I know how to say thank you. I mm-hmm. may need your support again, but I really appreciate your support. So it's it's been a lot of uh, learning. Oh yeah, on, on how sure. to act in public and how to feel about everything. How to deal with. Anything. Yeah. How to deal with anything. You have social anxiety? Running for council cures that. I bet it does. <laughs> no doubt. You have uh, self-esteem problems? Uh, standing in front of the entire city almost naked? Might fix that. Ah, uh, it might. It might cause other problems. Uh, yes. But it's, that's kind of like you, you bar everything and then you see where the cards lay in and all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, well, what's what worse could happen? Not much. Yeah. No. You exposed yourself in front of everybody. Yeah. You put yourself out there. Yeah. And so overall, all this time later, what is the one major takeaway that uh, you have from this experience? You need to be an open and honest person all, uh, to yourself mm-hmm. and to everybody you talk to because people will see through your crap. Oh, yeah, they will. Really fast. Mm-hmm. And if you're lying to yourself, you're never going to get anywhere. True. you, you got to know who you are, know what your faults are, understand where you are and be be one with yourself before you can do that because like like yeah if if you're if you're putting on if you're misrepresenting yourself as something you're not you, people will see it you're, you're building a flimsy house of cards yeah yeah and yeah. then no you can't yeah. and one good one good bluster will take it all down it will and so that's good for not just politics that's just for living your life absolutely so i hope our listeners are taking something away from that good yeah. you should definitely you said you've taken a break from social media but if somebody wants to follow you on our Twitter or Instagram or any of that stuff, is that something you'd like to share? Well, on, on Twitter, I am Nabori Rock, which is my name backwards. Okay. Which is from an old video game my buddy made. So it's N-I-B-O-R-Y-R-O-C. Do I post on there? No. No. Sometimes, but it, but it is there. I'm also on um, Facebook with Robin in the City. 
Robin in the I City. I changed it from Robin on Council to Robin in the City. Okay. And those are my public Facebook stuff. Okay. But I'm kind of kind of like, they're, they're still there, they're percolating, and if I need mm-hmm. them, they're there. Right. And if I do, because I don't want to commit to anything, yeah. but if I do upgrade my, my thinking to running again, then I'll reactivate those and they'll be full. So if you want to catch updates on what's going on uh, in the coming months or the next couple of years, drop a like. Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks for coming by The Forge. Appreciate you telling your story. Thank you for having me. It was it was it was nice. I like it here. Yeah, it it was a great conversation. We should have recorded the whole thing before we even started recording. Yeah, but then it would be all afternoon. That's true. That's true. So we shouldn't do that. But uh, anyway, appreciate it. Uh, and listeners, thanks for coming by and listening to us chat about random things. Hope you took away a lot of stuff from it because I sure did. Until next time, remember take care of each other, have fun, and remember that no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links, and don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. Do you enjoy pop culture? Of course you do. You're already listening to pop culture podcasts here on the ESO Network. The Rusted Robot Podcast discusses movies, trailers, TV shows, space and robot news, and so much more. Won't you please join us for a pop culture overload wherever you listen to podcasts. TheRustedRobot.Podbean.com, a proud partner of the Soul Forge Podcast here on the ESO Network. The Rusted Robot Podcast. Think about it. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.